alumnus. Your son is a Texas Tech alumnus. Your your thoughts on the termination midseason? I, I think they had no other choice. It, this thing was not going um, in the right direction. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and, and I feel like that you kind of looked at a team that Matt Wells had lost a little bit. And so um, – and then the outside pressure that he was getting on, and, and I hate to say it, but I mean on social media it was it was rampant uh, after Saturday's collapse. Well, uh, so um, you know I, it, and it may have been in his mind already before any of that even came up. But I just feel like that it, it was a situation where it was not improving. In fact, it felt like it was sliding backwards, and so a change was needed, and uh, you saw. Uh, Ed O, just a couple of years removed from a national championship, mm-hmm. and he got replaced. So you got a guy that's not made any ground up and tried to, you know, make a change at offensive coordinator instead of doing it last year at the time when they made, you know, when they called the press conference last year. I I thought, well, that's it, he's done, and then they surprised everybody with, oh, we're going to make a move at at offensive coordinator, and that didn't. That really, honestly, didn't sit well with a lot of Red Raider alumni and, and fans, and so you know it, it was kind of borrowed time anyway. It just it it came to a head after that collapse on Saturday. Just taking personal observations and those type of things out of the equation is mm-hmm. thirty football games a Pro- big enough sample size to turn a football program? Probably, in on- all honesty, no. But in today's Win or else. Yeah, in today's world, it, it, yeah, it, it, it is, unfortunately. Um, but in all honesty and all reality, it's probably not, realistically. But that's the that's the world we live in now. Yeah. And, and, and Ed O had, I, I think we're starting to find there may, be in, may have been some non-football-related things that, uh, that may have gone into his situation. But That's true. I, I, I was just looking, and, and I know that, I mean, when, when alums – speak and when when the donors speak uh you know the message is loud and clear i'm not saying that that's what drove them to do that in lubbock but man uh, there there was a he wasn't going to win a popularity contest no and it added fuel to the fire there's no doubt about that i mean it just does nowadays um and so you know is it fair i don't think so probably not but that's again that's the world we live in i hate to sound like a broken record but it is i mean we live in an and it's not just football coaching. It's everything in this world. We've come to a instant gratification. Mis- yeah, a, mis- a, 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 a misnomer that everything is an instant gratification. We want everything at our fingertips. We want everything instantaneously. And I mean, look how we order things now. I mean, you know, groceries, whatever it is. We if we want something, we want it now. We don't want to wait on it. We don't want to see results later we want to see results now in all honesty that's probably not fair but it's just it's where we are it's yeah. not going to change in fact it's probably going to get worse and you know i was thinking about this last night and look matt wells is going to be fine but there's other people involved in this thing when you make a move as major as this uh it, it, it there's assistant coaches that are not making big bucks. There's families that are not making big bucks that are, you know, look, they're trying to coach this week with one eye looking around going, now, now what are we going to do? Where are we going now? How are we going to 
how are we going to deal with this now? So uh, there's a lot more families and a lot more people involved than just Matt Wells. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, there's a lot of guys on that staff that he brought from Utah with him and, you know, some other guys that he hired from other places. Um, so, I mean, are they on borrowed time? Probably. Depends on who who they name as the head coach and, you know, that comes in and does the interviews. And if somebody is, you know, fit for that job, they, they may retain. But a lot of times it's a – when you go that direction, it's a full house cleaning. Oh, yeah, you want your guy. Well, yeah, and and I get that. That I do too. I mean, that's probably the way that it, you know, it it needs to be. So, uh, it, it's very unfortunate for everybody on that staff, and you know, it's unfortunate for those kids too because mm-hmm. they don't want to go through a coaching change. That you know, some of those players that are there now, I mean, there's a few that were left over from the the previous regime, but for the most part, you know that that was guys that. He recruited in there, and he brought in there, and they came to play for Matt Wells. So, now, how does that affect that moving forward? I mean, you know, colleges go through it all the time. I mean, you know, we see teams that that have to do that. And so, you know, whoever comes in will use, you know, whatever recruiting tools they have at their disposal to to bring in some guys that fit their system and – unfortunately use the transfer portal to find some guys that fit their system to try to ramp it up as fast as they can because again you better ramp it up fast yeah because it's an instantaneous world if you don't get it done you know they'll pat you on the butt and see send you on the way as well so we're going to get into that a little later on in fact we're going to get into it in our next segment Uh, brandon salise from redraiderssports.com is going to join us in our next segment Uh, we'll also talk to ray biles they got a big win and they look ahead as they continue to march on in district play. We'll talk to him uh, about his football team. Dave Aranda, I had an opportunity to have a one-on-one conversation with Dave Aranda yesterday in the first question ward. Uh, it had to be about you just brought up Edo leaving, uh, you know, being moved down the road from LSU, the USC situation. Those his name is, has popped up, and, and so we we talked to him about that, and we looked ahead to the Texas game. That conversation will be coming up around seven forty-five today. Josh Neighbors will chime in and give us an overview on the Big Twelve. We'll do that today, and th- there's a cool deal that's going to happen. I think it's tomorrow night or Thursday night uh, with the uh, Baylor baseball team. You know, they're going through their their fall workouts, and uh, the Texas Rangers are going to bring their instructional league team into Baylor Ballpark the uh, on Thursday night at 6.30. And uh, we're going to talk to uh, Coach Rod about that and uh, have some fun, talk a little bit, uh, talk a little college baseball with Coach Rodriguez. So we've, we've got a full slate of things to get done here this morning, and uh, we're going to dive right into it, uh, and we'll do it next right here. By the way, you, you having a good morning? I mean, everything – yeah, you yeah. and Coco go for a jog or went on a little walk, didn't jog, I'll be honest. <laughs> not, that that jogging things it's not in my repertoire. I got very you. often. I still do rarely, but <laughs> and do and and, and it I won't le- be with Coco, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Coco will, will win the race. Yes. Uh I I'll leave you as we head to our first uh, our first stop. With 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 a thought. Do you have when when you heard last night or yesterday all right, Matt Wells is out. What was the first name that popped to your mind? Was there a name that came to mind? I know what it is. I just want you to say it. 
You want me to say it? I, I, I yeah, well, yeah. It, it, Art Bryles. It, is that a realistic possibility in your mind? I think it is. Uh, I, I don't, you know, I don't know if it's going to happen, but there is, um, again, there's a lot of noise out there for it. So I, I don't know. I probably in, in all realistic worlds, honestly, it's probably not going to happen, but that's, that's, uh, you know, that, that's the first name that popped up. I, I I knew that's what you were thinking. I, at least I felt that's what you were thinking. I just, uh, and we'll find out. I mean, I mean, he is a West Texas guy. There's no question about it. And I believe he is available. Uh, 710, 10 minutes after 7 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Don't forget, uh, it is time for us to get you up to date on the what is going on with the weather. It's 100 degrees outside. It's October. It's almost November, isn't it? Yeah, and there's some moisture out there. A little bit thick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Our weather this morning, by the way, is brought to you by Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Waco's leading funeral home since 1925, 6101 Bosque Boulevard. Check them out at whbfamily.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly sunny, breezy, and very warm today. A high of 87 degrees. Cloudy skies this evening with showers and thunderstorms likely overnight. And by early tomorrow morning, some of these storms could be strong to severe. We'll see lows bottom out at 65, but quickly clearing on Wednesday with sunshine in the afternoon and a high of 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Central Texas, talking sports live and local. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Ward Whites and me every weekday morning from 7 until 9 as we talk high school, college, and the NFL. John Morris will be here at 3 p.m., and then it's the Matt Mosley Show weekday afternoons 4 to 6. It's local sports talk, just the way you like it, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your hometown. This is our house. Home team. Always a thrill when the home team takes the, takes the field. This is Jim Haller, proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. 
Welcome back to the quickest podcast ever, brought to you by Kohl's. Today's topic, the holidays. It's that time again. Yep. So I went to Kohl's and got 30% off holiday decor and St. Nicholas Square finds for the table. Perfect for the fam. And started on my gift list with toys my kids will love. Okay, you're convincing me. Oh, and did I mention the extra 20% off and the $10 off when you spend 50 bucks? Kohl's, here I come. Select styles. Offer ends October 31st. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Welcome back. <laughs> Goodbye, huh? Uh, 714, welcome back into the program. <laughs> this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward on a uh, Tuesday morning. Our 7 o'clock hour, by the way, is brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. And we welcome into the program Brandon Salise from RedRaiderSports.com. Brandon, good morning, man. We appreciate your time today. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. Let's uh, let's dive right into it. Uh, did you see it coming yesterday, midseason, the uh, the firing of Matt Wells? I didn't see it really coming yesterday. Uh, kind of saw it coming. Kind of the you know the writing was kind of like on the wall. We we thought it, they would if they were going to make a move that it would be uh, traditionally end of the season. You know, it's kind of how Texas Tech kind of usually handles things. If uh, you know something isn't immediate, of that somebody really needs to be let go for whatever reason. We said we saw it with women's basketball. You know, just for like. You know, allegations, stuff like that. Uh, mid-season, uh, you know, just then you're you're five and three, obviously, and a lot of people had an opinion about that part of, of the whole firing. But we kind of, you know, there's word going around that it was going to happen maybe during the bye week, um, right after Oklahoma. Just so you know, the I guess now we know it would be Sonny Cumpy, who would be the interim head coach, has a week, you know, to kind of get get things settled in, then back into game week form. We thought that kind of made a little bit more sense. But um, as Kirby Hoka said yesterday, there's really not a good time for a decision like this. So I guess they just kind of felt that this was a, obviously a needed move. And they went ahead and pulled the trigger on it. And, uh, you know, now we're moving on with with Sonny Cumbie here in Lubbock. So. Is this, in your opinion, an audition for Sonny Cumbie? You know, I'm not too sure. Kirby Hokut really kind of did a really good job a little bit yesterday. He seemed like he was interested in the idea of Sonny being uh kind of in the mix in in, in a sort of way. Um, they are doing a, a whole search committee with, uh, you know, two former players, um, obviously the ADs and, you know, some outside voices there. But the, the main four guys, and I think including Kirby, I think it might be four or five guys. But uh, it sounds like they kind of want to, you know, see who is available first. And kind of I think Sonny definitely will be in the mix. Uh, do they want to go the route of being – bringing in a, or I guess staying, even him put uh, another former Red Raider quarterback that, uh, you know, a lot of Cliff Kingsbury like um, elements to him a little bit. So if they want to go that route again, that's going to be interesting to see. Um, but, you know, a lot of me saying that he's going to try to get one of those big time, uh, you know, successful head coaches that we've seen in, 
uh, and a little bit of a lower level like the Jeff Taylors, the, you know, the Sonny Dykes who has that legacy here in Lubbock and has had success here here lately. So uh, I'm interested to see if they do, but I think Sonny definitely will be um, kind of on their radar. We'll see if they kind of want to move his way, though. How do you feel like the players react to Sonny Cumbie? I think they react pretty well. I think it helps that he is that Red Raider legacy. He knows Lubbock. He knows West Texas. And he kind of, you know, has been around these players. Uh, you know, TJ Storm was with him last year in TCU. He had a familiar, uh, you know, familiarity with him at least. And then you got a lot of these kids that he actually did recruit at TCU. So he does have those connections when they did bring him in to begin with. And I think they kind of do like the idea of him just kind of having, you know, uh, I guess now I know y'all have asked me before, and this is going to be interesting to watch too, is if he actually did have full reign of the offense, see if anything mixes up the next week to see if he kind of just lets it loose a little bit on the offensive side of the ball, and maybe that will be uh, for you know the Henry Columbus of the world, Sir Rodericks, uh, Thompsons, if they kind of have a little a little bit of a longer leash with play calling just to see if that was a factor in, in anything at all. So I think they'll they'll. Um, you know, obviously everybody wants that sixth win, which they just one win away. So I think they're going to be bought into to Sonny uh, at the beginning for sure. Brandon, you, you mentioned West Texas, and that's a great point. It is a unique fit, Texas Tech, isn't it? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, for sure it is. And, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the coaches around here say, if you, in recruiting-wise at least, if you bring them, it's, it's really not hard to sell. It's the fact that you got to get them here. So, and that's been difficult for some coaches to do in the past. So, uh, Kirby really emphasized that yet again and trying to find a new head coach for what the second time this or third time this decade or however many times it's been uh, to try to get this thing turned around. So, um, it'll be uh, interesting to see how he kind of takes the route. Uh, Matt Wells, obviously, when he was hired, it was emphasized. Now it's emphasized again because obviously they didn't hit the mark. So, it's going to be. Uh, Something to kind of watch for to see what kind of connections the new guy or if he does go sunny, just to kind of see how they feel about him um, in the Texas high school, you know, world. Would you be surprised if Sonny Cumbie made a move from Columbia? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I, I kind of thought about that a little bit. I don't know if he would necessarily. I would kind of think that he would maybe play Donovan Smith a little bit more um, than we've seen him, and we have been seeing him a little – you know, getting on the field, it's usually been in running situations. I really want to see him throw the ball because he has a great arm as well. And uh, and that's, you know, speaking for Donovan Smith. And I don't know if he would necessarily not start Henry, but I would like to see if he would give, you know, Donovan a little bit more of the reins and let him kind of sling the ball around a little bit for a drive and not really, you know, put him out here for a play and then kind of, you know, bring him out. You know, really kind of just mix it up because I think last week Kansas State kind of noticed that, you know, Donovan, every time he was in the game, he never really threw the ball. So they kind of keyed in on that late, and they are able to make some of those stops just because they knew they were going to run the ball with him. So I think if if he does go with Columbia, I kind of want to see Donovan still play a little bit more as we as we continue on. Talking with Brandon Salise from uh, RedRaiderSports.com. Brandon, it, it's been, what, 18, 19 hours? It has, has a short list started to, 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 to surface in, in Lubbock on, on who might be on that short list for, uh, for the AD and his search committee? You know, I think there's been, you know, obviously you have speculation, you know, you're, you know, word of mouth, and, you know, everybody kind of has their opinion. I think they do have a few names that they're going to take into consideration just uh, based off of, 
you know, ties and just recent success. Like I mentioned, Jeff Trailer has been a big one. Um, Sonny Dykes, obviously, the son of Spike or the, you know, the Spike Dykes legacy there and all that, you know, all those ties. You can kind of kind of make one up there. And then every, every year this something happens with the OC or, you know, head coaching. Everybody brings up Graham Harrell. It's always been a thing. And he would be, you know, more than welcome in a lot of the eyes of the Red Raider Nation for sure. Um, and just kind of just, you know, those those names that just always seem to pop up, you know, obviously the Art Briles stuff, uh, he's always brought up, uh, you know, and a lot of these familiar names. Uh, short list, though, I think, uh, you know, Kirby was really good at not really giving away too much yesterday. But um, I think, you know, the next few days we'll probably see a little bit more movement because, I mean, they made the decision and, you know, we, we asked yesterday if this is a decision to kind of be in the, you know, the, and the front door kind of the coaching search to kind of get ahead of everybody else. And, you know, you, you kind of have to consider that part that they really did kind of want to be out in front of everybody, you know, kind of just hit reset before a lot of these other teams do to kind of, you know, get, get the, get the word out to other coaches and make those connections early and to see if they can, you know, bring somebody in that, you know, Kirby Hocutt said yesterday, they just want to bring in a winner. So we'll see if he can go talk to some of those winners, some of those guys that are having a lot of success right now, and see if they can kind of get this done quickly. Um, that's something that he really didn't uh, show yesterday either. He said that they would take their time and, you know, just go try to find that winner to bring up that word again, elite, which obviously, you know, Matt Wells didn't hit that mark for him. You mentioned the name Art Browse, and Kendall Browse has also been mentioned a couple of times. Is there any smoke really flying for that right now? Yeah, I'm not too sure because, you know, he was asked specifically yesterday about that, and he, you know, he answered it pretty well, just that now's not the time to kind of talk about things like, you know, candidates and kind of he said he didn't really feel right to put anybody in certain positions. Um, I think uh, – Kendall Bryles obviously would be an interesting name to watch out for. I, if anything, I would say that then this is just my personal opinion that he, Kendall would probably probably be a little bit more less not on their radar, but a little ahead of Art Bryles wherever that may be. Um, I just don't I just don't think that they would probably take on that situation uh, by Brandon, one of those guys. But you know, you never know uh, how how college football works, so. Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, you know Red Raider fans probably wouldn't be too too happy with that kind of move. Well, I mean, there, there's quite a bit on the boards out there that that are calling for yeah. that. And remember, Texas Tech did hire Bobby Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a that would be a, something to watch out for because you know uh, RedRaiderSports.com or message boards are always a fun fun uh, site to be on, and you know everybody shares their opinions. You know the orgrounds of the world, so that's a uh, that's very interesting to to kind of look at to see who what the fans really want to bring in here. Do you, do you think that being with Sonny Cumbie and having him with this offense, you mentioned it may look a little different with that offense, and I'm sure Red Raider fans would welcome that with open arms, but what about this defense? Yeah, that's interesting because, you know, we asked about uh, Keith Patterson and, you know, kind of why Sonny Cumbie. Because, um, you know, Keith Patterson did fill in last year whenever – Matt Wills had COVID against Kansas in that last game of the of the season, and there's a lot of noise with Derek Jones, the defensive backs coach. He got promoted to associate head coach in the off season, and just kind of why Sonny Cumbie. And uh, you know, uh, Kirby said that he he felt real comfortable with how he um, had his hand with the team, how they kind of 
you know, they would listen to him. They do listen to him, and they they kind of take coaching very well from Sonny, and he wanted to give him this shot. Uh, obviously, his first head coaching shot, uh, at least to, to some you know some extent. So, um, you know, I think that that defense obviously has uh, you know has its problems still, and I think he's a little bit more comfortable with just kind of going out there and trying to score points. And uh, he has full confidence. This is specifically talking, you know, Kirby, Kirby Hoka, uh, what he kind of told us in the defense, you know, a ton of a ton of talent on that side of the ball still. And, you know, just kind of getting aligned and stuff is kind of most of their problems and just missing, you know, tackles and stuff. But he wants to send the offense out. He wants Sonny to go out there, score, score points, and kind of bring, be a little bit of that old school classic Texas Tech where they can just, you know, hit you with the – huge pass and whenever you're not looking it just go out there and score points and just kind of keep the you know keep the pedal down on teams because obviously against kansas state that did not happen so that'll be um something to, something to kind of follow see if the if sunny kind of takes an old school approach to this where he just kind of airs it out every now and again while the defense can just kind of stay out there and make some plays and just kind of focus on getting the offense the ball did he say any kind of timeline on this deal yeah, he, um, you know, he said obviously that they would take their time and stuff. Um, I know some some words around, you know, obviously there's just going to be coaches that are going to be coaching well into November, you know, December, just because of all games and everything like that. Um, I, you know, we we're having conversations after the press uh, press conference. A lot of us, you know, uh, TV guys and reporters, and you know, some of us felt like it would be kind of surprising if they made a move super soon just because of that factor and because other teams are kind of focused and some of the guys that I've mentioned that are still not even close to having their season finished and actually going to be extended. It looks like for some of those guys to see if they'd actually have those conversations and have anything kind of, you know, come out very soon with, you know, you're sitting at five and three yourself trying to get to a bowl game. If you would actually go out and kind of maybe cause a little distraction by, you know, hiring somebody a little too soon or not. So, um, and Kirby, you know, they'll take their time. They they have the search committee. They're going to be traveling and stuff. So, um, you know, I, I don't I don't see them making a hiring hire too soon. But um, you know, you never know. So. Hey, Brandon. Uh, obviously, you're working on this. What else is going on on uh, on RedRaiderSports.com? Yeah, yesterday was a fun day in Lubbock because we had a uh, baseball. Actually, they played the Rangers developmental team, so that was a little bit of fun. Um, at the diamond, and then all the news broke, obviously, and then. You know, obviously, basketball is coming up here pretty soon. So, and uh, but we're going to have a lot of uh, commitment reactions to the to the firing. You know, once we get a hold of some of those kids, some of the targets or uh, recruiting targets, as well to see kind of how they kind of feel about the whole situation. So, um, it's coaching uh, season search or coaching search season right now. So, we'll see how it goes with this. All right, Brandon. Hey, man, we appreciate the time. Thanks for getting up this morning, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, for sure. Hey, have a great day. That's Brandon Salise with the RedRaiderSports.com. Interesting. Get out in front of it. That's why we do it now, but yet we can't do anything until the end of the year. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, because the guys that we we, we may be interested in are, are, are working. Well, and that's 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 the difference. I mean, you know, it, it, there's names out there that may already have jobs, mm-hmm. and so, you, you know, they're not going to go and tell their team, hey, I know we got five games left, but this is it. I'm, I'm going to Lubbock, so <laughs> yeah. that's just not going to happen. Um, but I think, you know, more than anything else, the timing of it was, you know, it, it needed to be done. They, they wanted to get out in front to let the players know that, Hey, this is, this is not acceptable. This is what we're going to do. And the other thing is 
you know, they got tired of hearing the noise. I mean, that's a that's a complete distraction when every single day, 24-7, people are putting out there, what's going on? What are we doing? Why are we going backwards? And so, you know, at least that calms that side of it. Because the players see that too. All right, so Matt Wells is out, and uh, Sonny Cumbie is in for the time being, and we'll see how the uh, the search goes, and and we'll keep you posted right here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's uh, switch gears. We'll uh, we'll talk some high school football coming up in a few minutes. Ray Biles from Lorena is going to join us. Also, before the top of the hour, a uh, conversation that uh, we recorded yesterday with uh, Dave Aranda. We'll have that for you before eight o'clock as well. So plenty to do here on Game Time from ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Ian and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The World Series gets underway tonight in Houston. Framber Valdez will start for the Astros against the Braves' Charlie Morton. First pitch just after 7 o'clock. Texas Tech has fired head football coach Matt Wells. In two-plus seasons, the Red Raiders were 13-17 and 17 under his direction. Offensive coordinator Sonny Cumbie will fill in as an interim head coach. A 33-yard field goal at the two-minute warning gave the Saints a 13-10 win over Seattle on Monday Night Football. Freshman guard Langston Love has been sidelined for the season for the Baylor basketball team due to a torn ACL. The injury occurred during a scrimmage on Saturday. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7.33, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time with Tom and Ward. We're glad you're with us, rolling through a Tuesday morning. Let's talk some Texas schoolboy football. We welcome in head football coach of the Lorena Leopards, Ray Biles. Coach, good morning. We appreciate your time this morning. Well, you bet, Tom. Thanks for having me on. Let's uh, let's let's talk a little bit about the, the Cameron game. It, it almost sounds like it was a tale of two halves. Uh, you, you're in a competitive football game at intermission, but uh, your football team really uh, really came out and played well in the second half. Yeah, they did. I mean, we jumped off to a 14 zip lead in the first quarter, and then they, uh, you know, we knew it. it's Cameron football. Uh, they don't go away, and those cats came back in the second quarter, and uh, you know, it's a 14-13 ball game at half, and then we took the second half kickoff down and scored, got a three and out, scored again, got a three and out, scored again, and, and put things away in the third quarter. But uh, kudos to our kids. Uh, we made a few adjustments in the, at the halftime, and then they came out in the second half on fire and, and got after it. So, uh, you know, very encouraging second half. You were able to run the football, so it sounds like the old line did a nice job for you. you know, those kids have done a tremendous job. You know, it's usually one of the slower groups uh, to to progress as the season goes along because all five of them have to be on the same page. If you throw a tight end or H back in there, then you've got six guys that have to be on the same page. Uh, every time the ball snapped, and uh, I thought those guys have, have done a great job through the non-district schedule of kind of piecing it together. But now that things are uh, in the district schedule, those, those guys have really, really played well and given a whole herd of backs, plenty of yards to, to run with. So, uh, you know, I, I'm old school, man. If you, if you can <laughs> run the rock, run the rock and, uh, you know, do what you got to do uh, from that standpoint to win the ball game. But I think that's, you know, critical, whether it's peewee, pop one or NFL, you better be able to run the football. Coach, you uh, you always schedule difficult, and you had a really a, a very a very challenging non district schedule. You got off to a little bumpy start. How did your football team weather that? Well, I think that you know there was an urgency, but there wasn't a panic. And you know, we talk about that on a regular basis. Just like at halftime the other night, it's a one point game. Well, there wasn't any panic really going on there, but there was urgency to get some things corrected. And, and I think that's the way our kids looked at the season. I mean. They, they've played Franklin and China Spring for years now, so it's not, you know, we know what we're getting into when we get into a fight with one of those two. It's going to be, you know, just a, a very physical slugfest. And uh, we lost both of them, came out short 
uh, on both of those ball games. But I, I feel very confident about our kids, and I don't think they lost uh, focus of you know where we're headed. It's not about the non-district. These games are trying to get us ready for you know the district schedule, and that's where we are now. And I think uh, you know it was it was a good thing for us, uh, you know, and also sometimes a little humble pie doesn't hurt along the way. And, and oh, by the way, those are two pretty good football teams, aren't they? I think they're both. Last time I looked, undefeated. <laughs> one of them ranks number one, and the other one's in you know five, four, three, what somewhere in there. So no, it, it's not a. It, it's a pretty classy group. You're gonna have to get beat by somebody. Those are two very good football teams. Ray, do you like the way you're playing right now? I do. I mean, I think uh, it's the, it's instrumental that we've got kids going both ways this year for us. Uh, in the past, people who know me. We've tried to platoon as much as possible, but. COVID kind of changed that and, you know, dropping from 4A to 3A numbers and everything just kind of changed a little bit. So uh, we've got kids going on both sides of the ball. So a lot of the kids that have great offensive stats are also, you know, safeties and corners and linebackers and defensive ends and everything else. So, I mean, we're playing both sides of the football, and uh, but it allows our coaches to be able to have the freedom to do a lot of rotation, get a lot of people in and out, in and out, in and out. And uh, I think it's made us a better football team overall. The one thing I've always – here we go, I'm going to compliment you. The one thing I've always been impressed by your program is you're going to adapt your system to your personnel. And is that the case again this year? Is Are you doing exactly what these kids like to do and are capable of doing? Well, you know, Tom, you have to in high school ball. You, we can't recruit or draft or pick somebody up off the waiver wire, so we have to be able to adapt to what our kids can do. And sometimes it takes a little while to, you know, we think – they can do this or we think this ought to work and you know we find out in the course of a ball game on a Friday night well well trash that we need to figure something else out but uh, I think being able to adapt uh, through the years has, has been critical for our staff to be able to look at kids and project where they're going to be and then you know work that process through the off season in the summer and in August to try to get people ready for what we expect them to be able to do so anyway but again these kids have responded and, and I can't stand up about our coaching staff or you know our job is to get a kid in the right place at the right time and then we want Johnny, Larry, and Joe, and the rest of the guys. You pull the trigger and make the play when it's time. And, and, you know, that's the way it's worked for us so far. Next opportunity in 11-3A is Caldwell. And so that's next on the list. Very athletic football team. You know, they've lost a lot of close ball games. Uh, you know, Coach Patterson, they do a tremendous good job. They've got a lot of seniors, uh, kids that are hungry to win. And uh, we play them at their place. So, uh there's no gimmies in 11-3A. We understand that. And uh, I think it's another thing that's critical for our kids is, you know, we're, we're working about – we're not worried about school boards and wins and all that. We're worried about how, how do we get better today. We've got a, an afternoon workout this afternoon on Tuesday afternoon, and we need to be better than we were on Monday. And so uh, as long as we focus on that and don't worry about who our opponent is, let's just take care of us. I think we got a shot. Hey, Coach, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much this morning. Best of luck on Friday night. You bet, Tom. Thank you. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Ray Biles, the head football coach of the Lorena Leopards. And, man, I'm going to tell you right now, nobody does a better job than he does. He and his staff just – Ward, I'm telling you, I mean, if if they need to go Wildcat, then they're in Wildcat for for 40 snaps. I mean, whatever they need to do, they do. It's so impressive to watch how they adapt to – their personnel packages to their personnel and, and the way they go about their business. It's uh, pretty impressive, and that's why they're so uh, so consistent in Lorena, Texas, and ranked, what, number eight right now and 4-0 in their, in their league and 6-2 and two overall. And, again, those two losses, China Spring, 4A school, Franklin, number one in 3A. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a good program. It's a very good program. Well, and that's why he lines up those teams 
because he has a good program and he has bigger things on his mind to get where he wants to go, win a district championship first and foremost, and then, you know, get into the playoffs and, and see, you know, where his team stacks up before he gets into those situations. And, you know, that's that's what good teams do. They they play up and, and they try to find out, okay, what do we really need to work on? Because if you don't do that, you know, you, you may – you may get by in district, but when you get into the playoffs, you may find out what you need to work on, and it's too late. Yeah, they had. I think they had two 100-yard rushers uh, Friday night against Cameron. So th- that kind of tell you how, how well that offensive line is performing. And he's right. We've talked about that a million times. It, it's not one guy. It's five guys working as one. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes, as he points out, if you got a tight end or an H, it's, it's six guys working as one. So – uh, good stuff there. Uh, and, and they've got Caldwell on Friday night. And, of course, uh, we'll have high school football across the, our family of radio stations. Uh, Temple is is back in action on Friday night. Yes. And uh, they're over in beautiful uh, Leo Buckley Stadium. Uh-huh. Taking and on the clean kangaroos. Taking on the roos. And that, that'll that be a 7 o'clock broadcast, 6.30 broadcast for University over on 104.9. And uh, Waco High will host the Waxahachie Indians, their final home game of the year. That's a 7 o'clock broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. Lark and Aaron with our Friday night high school football scoreboard show after the game. So we got plenty of high school coverage for you here on ESPN Central Texas. We've got plenty of college football for you coming your way as well. UMHB on Saturday. What's uh, their, they got a high noon home kickoff against yeah. Bellhaven. Yes. Uh, and that'll be an 1130 broadcast over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Mm-hmm. Bellhaven on a four-game winning streak, knocked off Howard Payne. I was going to say, they got, they have, that's an impressive win mm-hmm. over Howard Payne. Yeah. So, and then uh, we'll be out at uh, Touchdown Alley at McLean Stadium bright and early, uh, 7 a.m. airtime for our pregame show and 11 o'clock kickoff for Baylor and Texas. And speaking of which, uh, we had a uh, – uh, media availability yesterday, and I and, uh, had an opportunity to go one-on-one with Coach Dave Aranda. We'll have that conversation coming your way next here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, we are brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. If you're having back pains, hip pains, knee pains, it may not be your back, hips, or knees. It, it may literally be your arch support system. It may be your alignment, uh, and you need to check out Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. They got a three-step arch support system, a strengthener, maintainer, and a relaxer. And it's what what those three work as a team for a total body wellness program and and premier pain relief, structural support and and balance and alignment that will that will that will help you with those aches and pains and we're, we're talking about patented products we're not talking about something you just have in a package and, and you know sitting on a counter someplace these are patented in fact there's 350 different sizes 25 different styles and you're saying well that sounds pretty cool but i don't know if it's for me well there's only one way to find out and that's to go through the free consultation and the free fitting over at good feet well i i can't get over there i work well Look, they're open seven days a week, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sundays, noon to 5. What are you waiting on? Go ch- it, it won't cost you a nickel to, to check out uh, Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Again, Good Feet, Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. The Baylor Coaches Show, now 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. 
Join us this Wednesday for our next Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and hear from acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey and head football coach Dave Aranda. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's. Now beginning at 7 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. The one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is China Spring Country Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets, China Spring Country Store also has the latest styles from the most popular brands of women's Western clothing, including those comfortable shoes from Hey Dude, plus jewelry, lawn and garden products, and Plum Creek crockers that will be perfect for your front porch. Go by and see Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 9030 China Spring Highway. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler, Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The World Series gets underway tonight in Houston. Framber Valdez will start for the Astros against the Braves' Charlie Morton. First pitch just after 7 o'clock. Texas Tech has fired head football coach Matt Wells. In two-plus seasons, the Red Raiders were 13-17 and 17 under his direction. Offensive coordinator Sonny Cumbie will fill in as an interim head coach. A 33-yard field goal at the two-minute warning gave the Saints a 13-10 win over Seattle on Monday Night Football. Freshman guard Langston Love has been sidelined for the season for the Baylor basketball team due to a torn ACL. The injury occurred during the scrimmage on Saturday. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. ESPN Central Texas, as we continue on the morning show, we visit now with Bears head football coach Dave Aranda. Coach, it, uh, it came up uh, in the press conference today. Let's, let's touch base a little bit on it. Uh, you, your name has surfaced with, with some other opportunities. How do you deal with that personally, and then how do you deal with it with the program? Yeah, I think, you know, anytime you have success – this is a pitfall of that and you know we've been through 
the failures. Um, and so when you have failures, there's certain pitfalls that come there too. And so I think, you know, with everything, there's a thing. And, um, you know, I'd rather have these, these things than, than the other ones. But I think, you know, just being real honest and, um, and try, you know, trying to be as transparent as you can. I think that has what I've uh, always done, and I think our players and our staff, and you know, I think um, everyone in this building would and uh, would see through, you know, me if it wasn't like that, if I, if it wasn't being honest and everything. And so, I mean, I've told them what I just said in there is that you know, I've I've felt such a connection to this place. I feel like I'm supposed to be here. I feel like, um, you know, the what what Baylor provides um, from um, a growth perspective and how it sees how the school, the administration, um, how they see people. And it's, it's bigger than just what you do, um, but it's who you are and it's the growth of who you are. I think all of those align with um, things that I believe and um, how the program right now football-wise is built. And so I think it's it's way special that we have, and you know I I, I want to continue it, and you know I think the within that you know I talked to the staff that there's going to be you know coordinators that get brought up for this, there's going to be position coaches that get brought up for that, there's going to be players that get brought up for this award or get recognized for this, and you know I think all that's going to come, and what we have to be able to do is not let the outside affect the inside. And um, just use that as a teaching moment, really, last week when I spoke to everybody. And so, you know, easier said than done. I think the bright lights can be, can, um, can st- you know, they're going to get brighter. And so I think our ability to maintain that focus, though, on uh, what we're doing day to day and how we're doing it is really going to be the, it's going to define the season for us. You had the open week. You said that you uh, got a lot of self-scouting done and was very complimentary of, of the staff for, for doing that. What were some of your takeaways on both sides of the football as far as the self-scouting is concerned? It showed um, on defense, you know, some of the, the weaknesses um, in pass coverage and um, it, um, you know, with certain coverages and uh, particular routes. And then it, it talked about, you know, um, how how well or um, how less we're disguising. And so, you know, um, um, improvements that we can make in that area, you know, so from their perspective, are they able to tell what we're in prior to the snap um, in ways that we can improve that? And then I think it also talked about, you know, you know personnel in terms of people that uh, they would want to attack or would want to stay away from or run the ball away from and that. And so those are things I think that you, we think about on defense, but to hear it from the other side, I think, is um, is uh, refreshing and, and it kind of completes a, uh, a picture. And then I think on offense, it was, it was about, um, you know, personnel and uh, different people, meaning different, different uh, runs or passes and then even run or pass percentage. And then it also, we also kind of highlighted, you know, back sets and, uh, you know, um, run pass percentages within back sets and, 
you know, tight ends on the ball, tight ends off the ball. So just things that I think when, you, when you're moving through um, kind of a meat of a schedule, you do what you need to do to get the result that you need. And then when you do have a break, it is, you know, hey, these are some of the fastballs that we've thrown. Where is there an ability to throw a curve? Where is there an ability to throw a changeup? And so I think having that knowledge, um, you know, coming off this by, I think will allow us to do that. Can that at times be difficult to hear when, when, when you're being critical of yourself? No, I think, you know, the whole, I think the whole setup has to be that way. And so it could be, I think if that was the only, that was the only uh, time that we were in that space. But I think, you know, like our Sundays are similar to that in terms of um, why this, tell me how that, um, how much did we rep it, right? Um, say a play was unsuccessful on a Saturday, you know, um, why was it? Who was in it? How many reps did they get? You know, is it, uh, what is our fault in that as coaches, right? Um, how, what do we learn from this? How can we get better? You know, I think, um, you know, I, so the, the, the ownership as coaches, I think, has been kind of, um, has been grown in, in that area. And so I think you can, it's, a, um, it's not a far reach when you get to this. One of the things you mentioned is you're, you're ready to get back into the rhythm of a week-to-week, ball-game-to-ball-game schedule. Yeah, I think I miss that. I think the, the, the big pictures and kind of the, you know, the, um, the um, um, just watching games and being a fan, I think all of that, there's, while there, there's certainly some fun that can come out of that, I think um, it 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 just feels like it's uh, we can get more done when there's blinders on, when there's one thing in front of another, when you're backed up by a bunch of people that have got blinders on too, and are are working their darnest to get better at what they're doing. And so I think we had that. It's good to have a bit of a break, and it's we're way ready to get right back in it. When you turn your attentions to the Longhorns, begin on the offensive side of the football. Is it stop the run first, stop the pass second? I mean, what what is the what is the approach there? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think you know the 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 running backs, the best one we've seen. I feel that way. We've we've played some good ones, um, and so that's no disrespect to any of the guys prior. But I think um, um, we're going to face a, a really good one. But then I think you know their their throw game and their shots and their ability to get chunk plays, I think is what separates them, um, especially early in games. And so they've been able to get jumps on people because of you know the play selection, scripting, shot plays, chunk plays. And so I think um, the run game fits within that. Um, I, but I think they're um, you know. Um, their ability to um, be as explosive as they are, I think, really sets them apart. And so it's a it's a challenge. You know, I think O line wise, they're big. They move you. Receiver wise, especially on the perimeter, uh, Z and X, they can um, they can stretch and make contested catches. Quarterback's been improving. Um, so it's it's quite a challenge. You, I look on the defensive side of the ball, knowing a lot of their coaches there and 
have spent time with a lot of their coaches um, is um, they have kind of settled into a 3-4 style. Uh, they go into 4-2-5 mode in pass, pass rush situations. They've got really good talent uh, at the skill positions that they um, they like tight coverage. And so we're going to have to build a to uh, make contested catches. We're going to have to build a pass protect. And then we're really going to have to set the tone with trying to run the ball. And I think they're improving in that area and defending the run. So another challenge there. Does their defense remind you of anybody you've already played this year? I don't know. It could be us. There's some. There's there's some similarities to us. I think you know their their front structure, and then some of how they play their secondary. Um, yeah, there's some similarities, and so I think, you know, um, I guess you could say BYU maybe too. Um, I think BYU came out in a completely different um, posture in our game, but I think from what they had shown on tape, some similarities to Texas, but. You know, the the bye week, it'll be interesting to see. I think, you know, people, it's, you know, how much do they look in? How much do they, do they look out? I think there's there's a lot of, you know, the coaches' personalities and all of it has a lot to do with that. You know, for us, it was a whole lot of looking in. And so it'll be interesting to see uh, what was the case for them. Coach, thanks. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you. It's Dave Aranda, and we will continue on game day here on ESPN Central Texas in just a moment. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor football after an open date Saturday, back in gear and hosting Texas Saturday at McLean Stadium. We'll hear from head coach Dave Aranda straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. It is the 111th meeting all time between Baylor and Texas in football this Saturday morning at McLean Stadium. The Bears up to number 16 in the nation in the Associated Press poll this week, coming off an open date this past Saturday. Head coach Dave Aranda at his weekly press conference yesterday asked about the potential of this being Maybe one of the final times Baylor and Texas get together. Does that add a little extra to this matchup? And do you expect the reaction from the crowd at uh, McLean might be a little different than it was for BYU? I can see it. You know, I think it's 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 interesting to bring that up because it, it's 
I think it's fun to be a fan. And, you know, the having the bye, I, I think, kind of almost reintroduces you to being a fan and having, you know, wanting to be able to say, um, you know, hey, my team won and the bragging rights and stuff that comes with it, I think, is is a fun part of uh, being in sports. You know, the one of the things I'm looking forward to is getting back in a groove and getting back in uh, a process. You know, I think when we left, you know, everything had its thing. And so there was a way that we met. There was a way that we got to practice early. There was a way that we would jog from hash to hash. There was a way we ran on and off the field. And and everything, there was no just we're going to show it up and let it roll. Like everything was something that had a philosophy behind it and was really structured to get the most out of it. And so I think when your focus is on those things, that really kind of, um, you know, you you um, have the blinders on to the other things. And I'm excited to get back into that phase of it because, you know, this past week your your horizon can be big at times. Dave Aranda and the Bears hosting Texas this Saturday at McLean Stadium. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff for the Bears and the Longhorns. The broadcast and coverage beginning at 7 a.m. Saturday here on ESPN Central Texas. Television Saturday on ABC. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. My house has a new the football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner it's time to replace those old windows when you call universal windows direct it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for eight consecutive years they offer zero percent financing for 60 months that's zero percent financing for 60 months contact universal windows Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate, UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com, or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back. Uh, it is uh, three minutes after 8 o'clock, 8.03. Our 8 o'clock hour this morning is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. All of these jobs start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12 joins us. And, uh, Josh, what a day yesterday was, uh, particularly out in Lubbock. Yeah, uh, I don't think – I think we saw Matt Wells, you know, the writing was on the wall for him, especially because they had to win that game, the next four games, up, uh, up against all the ranked teams, the Big 12, um, and it was not looking good for him. And they pulled the trigger a little bit earlier than I thought they would. But I, I think that was – they had to beat Kansas State, and they didn't. And I, I think that's kind of – at the end of the story, is like they don't have any good wins. They, they don't have any big wins necessarily – 
under Matt Wells, and, and they've been close a couple times. Texas last year, Kansas State game wouldn't have been a, a big win in terms of like what we view as a big win, but for the program it would have been huge, and for him keeping his job would have been huge. And they just haven't gotten the job done under Matt Wells. So Kirby Hocutt felt like there had to be a change. Yeah, we were we were talking uh, how things have changed. He's what thirty games into his head coaching career in, in Lubbock, and he's already out the door. That did not used to be the case, but it is. there's a sense of urgency in every hire at every school in America now. I mean, you've got to perform, and you've got to perform in a hurry. Yeah, and I would say a big part of this, too, and I don't know if this really factors in, but think about the fact that the, the landscape of the Big 12 is about to change. I mean, Oklahoma and Texas, they won out as soon as possible. And – it, it should be a priority for these schools to set themselves up for as much success as possible when these new schools roll in. The one thing I love about the Big 12 is that you look at you know who's contended for a Big 12 championship, and it's been somebody different over the last four years. They had a different person, a different team has been in the Big 12 championship game opposite of Oklahoma in the last few seasons, and so. I, I love that about the Big 12, and these schools should be positioning themselves to say, all right, when the next schools roll in, how can we position ourselves to be in that tier of upper to middle schools that can contend in a new Big 12, that can put ourselves in, in the mix? Baylor's done an excellent job of that. They might be back in the Big 12 title again with a separate coach in a, in a, in a few years' span. Uh, Iowa State, obviously, with Matt Campbell's in position. Oklahoma State with Mike, uh, Mike Gundy is, is in position as well. You know, these schools are doing a good job. One school that is not is Texas Tech. And they, I think this is an eye towards the future of trying to set themselves up to be in that position potentially. Is there a short list for you? It's the short list everybody else is saying, right? It's, I mean, Sonny Cumbie's going to be on the list. If he somehow manages, if he manages a two and two in this four game stretch, he deserves some consideration. Jeff Trailer's obviously going to be on that list they're gonna they're gonna make him a call um sonny dykes another guy who obviously i think is, is going to deserve a call graham harrell's a texas tech guy and look i, I know they hire they, they tend to hire guys with those ties that's why they brought in sonny cumby to be the offensive coordinator um but that that's why they do it because mike leach proved, you know he really proved it you can go to a bowl game every single year at texas tech and they have not done that lately and i, I think getting back to their air raid roots is the right way to do it, uh, and, and still trying to well, you know, at least some some Texas roots uh, and, and some maybe some partial air raid roots as well. So the short list is I'm kind of where everybody else is. Texas guy that needs to be a Texas guy, especially after Matt Wells wasn't a guy with a ton of Texas ties. Let's uh, let's switch gears. Talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in the league. You mentioned Oklahoma at the top, and and then then there's. You don't know what's going to happen from week to week. I mean, we, we talked about it the other day, how how the top and the bottom is shrinking in this league. Yeah, I will say that the great part of this league is this. Baylor has beaten Iowa State. Iowa State has beaten Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State has beaten Baylor. And all three of them still have to play Oklahoma. So that's <laughs> the awesome part about this is that if any of those teams can beat Oklahoma – they get the inside – they're basically going to get the inside track on going to the Big 12 championship. And I actually, to be honest, the way we've seen Oklahoma play last week, like it's not out of the question that two of them could beat Oklahoma somehow this year. Um, Iowa State's playing their best ball. I would argue Oklahoma State is actually – like that game they played was 
some of their best ball of the year, too. And, you know, they're a spot away from still being in that contest. What a great game that was. Baylor's still humming along, looking great. Um, I would say, yeah, the, the the bottom of the league is definitely Kansas. I think we'd all agree on that. But, I, hey, what a great showing for them this past week. But, yes, uh, the top of the league race right now, it feels like that top is shrinking. It feels like they're, they're getting a little more clustered together, especially after Oklahoma's performance against Kansas. Talk a little bit about the matchup between Baylor and Texas uh, and what what this means from, from Baylor's perspective. Yeah, this is a huge game. I mean, they're, ho- they're home favorites against Texas. Um, and the one thing that Baylor has done, I'd argue, better than any Big 12 school this year is they've executed on a consistent basis. It feels like essentially every single week. The Oklahoma State game was a really difficult game against a great team, uh, a great defense at least, on the road. And and Baylor's defense played really well. But Baylor in their big wins this year, the BYU game, the Iowa State game, uh, what they've done really well is execute their game plan and, uh, you know, get Gary Bohannon into, into situations where he can succeed and he has, you know, make some plays on the special team side of things, run the football with Abram Smith when they wanted to and they needed to. And uh, I think the formula for beating Texas is a pretty clear one. You lean on them for three quarters, you know, sometimes two and a half quarters, the dam will break in the fourth. They're not a team at this point in time that has shown the physical, the physical and mental fortitude to stand up to four quarters to some of those really uh, strong, mentally, you know, strong teams. Oklahoma State leaned on them for three quarters. Oklahoma leaned on them for three quarters. The dam broke in the fourth. Go look at those offensive drives for both of those teams against Texas later on in the game, you can break Texas mentally. They come out of the, the gates, shot out like a cannon. They slow down in the end of games on both sides of the ball. Can Baylor wear them down? And that's, that, that kind of game is right in Dave Aranda's wheelhouse. So I, I like the matchup this week for, uh, for Baylor. Um, obviously, priority number one is stopping, you know, number five in white. That's going to be the uh, – you know, whatever the color they're wearing this week. But stopping B. John Robinson, that is the order of the day. But he can get his in the first half, and he can still beat him. It's been proven. How big is the game on Saturday for Gary Patterson and TCU up in Kansas? <laughs> I mean, here's the problem for Gary Patterson. If they win the game uh, – it's a game at yeah, Kansas State, yeah. If they win the game, you know, it, it takes a little bit of pressure off. But uh, I'm posting an episode today – and, look, I think Gary Patterson is, a, is, is an excellent football coach uh, in terms of what he's done. He, right now, is not living up to the standard that he set, whether it be recruiting the last couple of years, performance, defense. Um, we all know he's been a bit strange at the podium, but that stuff's kind of starting to wear thin on the TCU faithful. And um, they, if they don't win this weekend, they might be heading towards 4-8. and eight. And... I don't know if that's tenable at TCU. I don't think they should accept four and eight from him. And look, he's his results are going one way. We keep looking for that comeback, ten win, nine win season. It's nowhere in sight. The defense is nowhere close to being that good. They need to win and beat a team in Kansas State that, to me, is a bit more consistent than TCU is. I know what I'm getting from Kansas State. I've got no clue what I'm getting from TCU on a week to week basis. And um, Gary Patterson needs to figure out something quick because this is headed in the wrong direction, and TCU should be a lot better than they are. They hand the keys to the car to Sonny Cumbie, and they say drive to Norman, Oklahoma for a 2.30 kick. Have fun. Yeah. Uh, that, that, 
you know, this is like the whole, hey, he gets a chance to prove himself against Oklahoma, Iowa State, Baylor, and Oklahoma State. I think if they win one, that's like a pretty good accomplishment considering they're like, yeah, you're an interim coach. Go ahead and go do it. The good news is Oklahoma's not playing very well. The bad news is Oklahoma's not playing very well, and they're probably going to take it out on Texas Tech this weekend. So uh, I don't envy that position that Sonny Cumbie is in. They're getting angry, mad at home, Oklahoma, who are looking to kind of reassess themselves or, you know, kind of reset themselves rather. I think they're going to take it to Texas Tech uh, in that game. Iowa State has West Virginia this weekend, but how does the rest of their schedule lay out for them? Yes, yeah, so Iowa State, you know, they they got past the big hurdle that was, uh, you know, Oklahoma State. That was the measuring stick game. Are they back on track? And for right now, the answer for them is yes. And I think this West Virginia game is going to be a game where they're going to kind of, uh, you know, also look to keep that momentum going. And West Virginia obviously gets a big win. They're going to be back at home. But Iowa State should beat them. They still have Texas. They still have Oklahoma left on the schedule. But this is a team that can still make the Big 12 championship. They can still win double-digit games, whether it's you know, 10-3 and three at the end of the year, the bowl win, or if they go 10-2 and two and, and find themselves you know, once again in that Big 12 title game. I would say this, that version last week that we saw, Brock Purdy taking care of the football defense, making the requisite stops, Brees Hall getting, doing enough, and finally Xavier Hutchinson coming out and being the guy that, you know, that, that we know he can be. Oh, those are the get, best game guys of Xavier Hutchinson's career that he had against Oklahoma State against a really great defense. So if they can play like that, I mean, that effort last week beats most teams the Big 12, and it gives Oklahoma a damn good run for their money. So their schedule sets up nice with West Virginia, Texas Tech, um, Texas, and then Texas Tech, I mean. Oklahoma and then TCU. They, they can do some damage here down the stretch. I wouldn't be surprised if they end up with 9-10 wins. Well, and I was going to ask, of that group that's in, you know, those three or four that are right there, uh, right in behind Oklahoma – it sounds like you really like Iowa State at three and one. Yeah, we were talking about them for like two weeks, right? After kind of they went into a shell after the Iowa loss, and and you know then they go and they play Baylor and they lose, and it's like okay, this team was kind of smoke and mirrors, and now they found the form. Now they look like that group that we thought they could be at the beginning of the season. Maybe not um, all the way maxed out, right? Like this team that's you know got a great running game, they can throw the football, uh, they're using the tight ends, the wide receivers. They haven't hit that maximum point just yet where they're rolling it and they're rolling it multiple games, but nobody has yet. So, for, you know, Oklahoma hasn't yet. So I would say right now I'm leaning towards Iowa State. I think Baylor at home is the game where I circle for Oklahoma, and I think they have the best chance of losing. So I think Baylor has the edge there, but also – I think Oklahoma State showed last week why they're still they're still they should be up there too. So the case is there. The that's the problem, guys. The case is there for all three, and I can make the case for all three, and actually feel pretty comfortable in making the case for all three. If you know, if you maybe pick right now, yeah, Tom, I, I'd have to go with Iowa State. Josh, what do you uh, what do you got coming up on the uh, podcast? Go check out our episode yesterday about Matt Wells' candidates potentially for him. We're going to talk, talk to Jesse Newell, the Kansas City Star. Talk some KU football, which we don't usually talk about. Also some KU hoops. Uh, and also previewing this week's games, as we always do. And where can we find it? Uh, you can find Locked on Big 12 on YouTube. 
uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Josh Neighbors underscore. And also you can find the show at LO Big 12. Josh, as always, it's a pleasure. Appreciate your time. Yep, thanks, guys. Have a good one. You have a great day. That is a Josh Neighbors from Locked on Big 12, the podcast. It is 8-16, 16 after 8. We're going to talk a little World Series. You know, by the way, the World Series begins tonight. I don't know if you uh, are keeping up, but, yeah, it's the Astros and the Braves. We'll talk a little bit about it next here on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Sunday in Minnesota will be a homecoming for the unsung hero of the defense, J. Ron Curse, and we'll hear from him after this. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, and get an exclusive DCU fan pack and member benefits. Dallas Cowboys United members receive exclusive access to virtual content, Cowboys Pro Shop discounts, early entrance to select Cowboys events, VIP experiences, and more. Memberships start at only $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to join today. That's DallasCowboys.com slash United. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys' trip to Minnesota this weekend is special for safety J. Ron Kurz, who spent his first four years with the Vikings, where he was part of an excellent defense. And he senses the same kind of cohesion developing here in Dallas. My early years, we had a top five defense. And it was just the things that was going on in the locker room, just guys being around each other. We have that same thing going on here where guys enjoy being around each other. Guys talk about things outside of football. Then when we get in the mean room, you know, we're looking at each other eye to eye, and that's going to take us a long way. When players return to practice tomorrow, right tackle Lyle Collins will be back from his five-game suspension. Plus, receiver Michael Gallup will be working back after missing five games with a calf injury. And the team remains hopeful Dak Prescott will be able to participate in at least parts of practice in spite of a calf strain. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly sunny, breezy, and very warm today. A high of 87 degrees. Cloudy skies this evening with showers and thunderstorms likely overnight. And by early tomorrow morning, some of these storms could be strong to severe. We'll see lows bottom out at 65, but quickly clearing on Wednesday with sunshine in the afternoon and a high of 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. 
This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short, we said, let's go for it. And a week and a half later, thanks to Redwoods Incorporated, we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy. And to make it even better, the cost was less than we had budgeted. Redwoods Incorporated exceeded our expectations. If you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service, go see Greg or Scott at Redwoods Incorporated, conveniently located off North Valley Mills Drive on Esther Street behind Applebee's Restaurant. You'll be glad you did. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner it's time to replace those old windows when you call universal windows direct it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for eight consecutive years they offer zero percent financing for 60 months that's zero percent financing for 60 months contact universal windows Direct for a free in home estimate, universalwindowscentraltexas.com, or call 254 301 7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. <laughs> At 822, Tom and Ward, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Coming up tonight, it is the Houston Astros and the Atlanta Braves. Are, are, are you jazzed? I mean, I, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. Let's, I'm, ready to, I'm ready to see some baseball, and I hope we have a competitive seven-game series. Because, I, you know, I don't have a dog in the hunt. Uh, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm ready to see some baseball. I mean, I I, I like the World Series. Um and I for me, it's a win-win situation. Yeah, I'd like to see the Astros win it, 
but I'd also like to see Ron Washington get a ring. So either way it goes for me, I'm okay with. Uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of, you know, just a avid fan of either one of them. So, eh, doesn't matter. I saw a documentary the other day about uh, Freddie Freeman. Hey, good dude. Good dude. That left-handed stick for the Atlanta Braves and kind mm-hmm. of uh, – Kind of one of my favorite players now, there you and, go. and I, you know, and again, I, I don't keep up with the Braves, uh, keep up with the Rangers, mm-hmm. who will win the World Series next year. No, no, okay. No. Uh, there is several Rangers on the uh, Braves too, former Rangers. So there you go. <laughs> There's how, that. That's how you get to the World Series. You yeah, become you, a former you, Ranger. Yes, because <laughs> <laughs> current Rangers, it, that doesn't happen. For you have to be a former. Mm-hmm. So, all right. I, our CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. Tell us who wins. And if you want to tell us why, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, but tell us who wins. And, and I would think it's going to be predominantly Houston fans. But, I mean, don't think with your heart. Tell me. You, tell us why. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to tell us why, but we'd like to know what, what you're thinking. I mean, I know that you you really like the Braves pitching. I do. I, I, I think it may come down to that, and if it does – uh, you know, but Houston can find a way to, to, you know, to wreck that. I just, in playoff baseball for me, it's always been pitching. And I, I feel like for this matchup, the Braves have the better starting pitching and the better bullpen. So I'm leaning for the Braves. And you knew it was going to be asked and it was, and I guess it had to be asked, but, uh, Dusty Baker, the uh, manager of the Houston Astros was asked if, if winning a championship this year would be about vindication from you-know-what. And he said, no, it's not about vindication. Well, I don't think that's their main source of motivation. That's what I think people are trying to make it as their main source of motivation. But that doesn't uh, motivate you nearly as much as as just striving to win and thriving, you know, for excellence. You know, you can only be driven by, you know, I'll show you, or you're going to be driven by, you know, negative, uh, you know, motivation so far. I think this team is way, way past that because they know they can play. Makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. And again, so many of these guys were not even here when a lot of that stuff went on. So uh, we'll see. But game one tonight at uh, 709. Not seven oh eight, not seven ten. It's seven oh nine. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be watching. They better throw the first pitch at seven oh nine. Or Good I'm luck. calling somebody. Good luck. Seven oh nine for the first pitch. Uh and uh it's Morton against Valdez. Neither team has uh, has named their pitchers for tomorrow night. At least I haven't seen it. Uh but uh and tomorrow night we'll be in Houston again. And again it's a seven oh nine first pitch tomorrow night. So games one and two. Uh, t- t- Tuesday and Wednesday night, travel day Thursday, and then they'll they'll resume in Atlanta with Game Three uh, on Friday night. But uh, it, how about it, Major League Baseball moving the All Star Game out of Atlanta? And oops, here's the World Series. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, you know, Atlanta earned it, and there you have it. Uh, Grumpy old fan says uh, Houston because they feel that they have something to prove. I, I makes sense. Do they really feel they got something to prove? Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. They they've heard it all year long. They've heard it all last year that that they won't. That's that's still out there for them. Do no you, doubt. 
Uh, and and he, he goes on to say, by the way, I heard trivia about Dusty Baker and uh, Hank Aaron. Dusty Baker was on deck when Aaron hit 715. You know, I, maybe he was. I do know this, that in, I think it was 1968, Dusty Baker made his debut in the big leagues for the Atlanta Braves, and his first big league at bat was against the Houston Astros. How about now, that? How about that one mm-hmm. for, a little, uh, for a little nugget? 68, I believe it was. That he made his debut, and he he debuted for the Braves, and faced the Houston Astros. So there you go. All right. Uh, again, the uh, CNC Collision Center text line is two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Who wins? And if you want to tell us why, we'd love to hear from you. It is eight twenty eight, and this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us, and. Uh, Oh, we are brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. They are at 201 West Loop 340. That's just right down from uh, from Highway 84. And you can check out all the great deals and all the great vehicles at alansamuelsdcj.com. That's right. You can shop online if you like. I'm one of those guys that like to go go look at it, go touch it, you know, and, and, and maybe drive it. But there's some that say, you know what, I know what I'm looking for. I just need to know if they've got it. And if they don't have it, shoot, you can, and I can't imagine they don't, but if they don't have what exactly what you're looking for, give Ted and his staff a call at 772-1000, and they'll find it. They've got a locator. They'll locate that vehicle, and they'll get that vehicle here for you. That's what they do. It, it, their number one priority is to provide you a great experience, not only in the purchase of that vehicle, but also afterwards in the sales the service, rather, of that vehicle. They are about service at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Check out the new 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star. That's uh, that's the Ram, Ram truck owners are the most loyal to the brand because of great vehicles like that. Ram trucks are engineered to bring confidence under the toughest road conditions with impressive towing capabilities, payloads, and load stability. They also offer comfort levels that exceed the demands of the daily driver. It's the 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab, one of the great vehicles at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Great food and hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe in Robinson. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special, two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns, and the Rocket Breakfast Burrito, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. The daily lunch special includes free dessert. Or check out the world-famous Rocket Burger with two one-third pound patties and all the fixings. The Friday Night Lights all-you-can-eat catfish special is just what fans enjoy on their way to the home games. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texas families in the home buying process for 28 years. They're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or a low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs to help you improve your credit score and get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Call 254-752-1647 or visit nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco helps families of all income levels open the door to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco, home ownership the right way. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Texas Tech has fired head football coach Matt Wells. In two plus seasons, the Red Raiders were 13 and 17 under his direction. Offensive coordinator Sonny Cumbie will fill in as an interim head coach. A 33-yard field goal at the two-minute warning gave the Saints a 13-10 win over Seattle on Monday Night Football. Freshman guard Langston Love has been sidelined for the season for the Baylor basketball team due to a torn ACL. The injury occurred during a scrimmage on Saturday. The World Series gets underway tonight in Houston. Framber Valdez will start for the Astros against the Braves' Charlie Morton. First pitch just after 7 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 834, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, and we're joined now by Steve Rodriguez, head baseball coach of the Baylor Bears. Coach, good morning. Appreciate your time today. What's going on this morning? How are you guys? We are terrific. We appreciate it. Uh, big week for uh, for Baylor baseball. And, and we're well, hang on a second. It's the fall, but yeah, you've got fall workouts. You've got uh, you've got an alumni event coming up, and of course, you got the Ranger instructional team coming in. So this is this is going to be a fun week. It is. It's going to be a fun week. Our guys are excited. Um, I know. Yesterday, our coaches were were getting together, just trying to organize some stuff. Um, Having the Rangers come in on Thursday, you know, their instructional team, it's interesting because several of those guys we've actually recruited um, or played against, so it's going to be fun to see them. And I think it's good for our guys to be able to go up against uh, some of the players that are hopefully at that level that they're trying to strive to. And uh, then we have an alumni day 
on on Friday to get a bunch of guys out and take some batting practice and just have a good time. Is this what this thing with the Rangers? Is this kind of a, a new thing that they're doing? I know that they're bouncing around the state, uh, so I'm just kind of curious about this. They've done it a couple years now. Um, they tried to get us on the schedule a couple years back. Um, we didn't have uh, the opportunity to do that just because of when we started our fall. Our guys weren't quite ready pitching-wise to be able to uh, accommodate it. So this year we were able to, to do that. Um, I, I think it's brilliant on their part, um, just kind of going around, playing against different colleges, um, letting their players kind of play against us. and um, and just It's almost like a, like a, a great marketing campaign for them. Um, because I know that they've recruited and uh, uh, drafted several of our recruits and our players. So for us, it's a great opportunity as well. How, how do you approach this game? Is this just, I mean, we're going to have fun, go out and just have a good time, or are we going to get after it? Well, it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, anytime you're playing uh, a game, you're hopefully playing to win. You're just not playing. And so you're going to go out there and you're going to play to win. But the biggest thing is, one, don't get hurt. Um, and two, just make sure you go out there and have a good time. Uh, I want to see what you what you have against uh, a different kind of uh, style in regards to uh, you know the professional pl- uh, players and, and how they're going to play, and then we're going to see what our guys have kind of learned up to this point. So it's going to be a good opportunity for us to get some uh, true evaluations in in game time. Coach, what's your main objective in fall ball? Uh, a lot of different things. Uh, one, just to kind of know who our guys are. Um, establish a personality for our team, uh, get them stronger, get them better, uh, get them more involved with, uh, with the game. And what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of kids play this game, but I don't know if they really understand the nuances of it. And so our job is to hopefully coach some of those nuances that, in my, in my opinion, just really separate the average player from the great player. And so you want them uh, to be able to utilize their talents uh, to be able to, to get to that point because for some guys, they may not have all the ability, so they need some of those intangibles that really separate themselves from everybody else. And that's what we're trying to coach, and that's what we're trying to get to. But the biggest thing is creating some consistency for them with their swing, with their delivery, uh, with their defense, to hopefully it carries over into the spring and allows us to have a good spring. Your uh, green and gold uh, World Series will begin uh, November the 12th. How, how do you put your rosters together? Well, we don't put them together. Um, we have our seniors. We'll usually have a senior pitcher and a senior catcher or an upper division of each. Um, they pick the teams. And so they're the ones we, we have a draft. Uh, we have them in a room. We have rosters and, and they can kind of devise their own team and, and how they want to draft. And it's an interesting uh, way for us to kind of see, um, you know, their opinion on certain guys and their value to the team and what they are able to bring to the team. And so for us, we just get to sit back and kind of watch them uh, organize it, structure it, manage it. Um, and then, you know, we will help with the pitching just to make sure that that's uh, done properly so um, nobody gets hurt. But at the same time, we, we let them pretty much run it. So it's five games of uh, intense mental preparation for them. We've heard so much on the NIL and transfer portal for football and, and maybe a little bit of basketball. Does it affect your program as well? It does. It does. I mean, you know, um, hopefully the, the, the people in Waco understand that and are getting in contact with our compliance office to, to set some stuff up. But, um, you know, the transfer portal was a really interesting thing for us this year. Uh, we, we went to the, I mean, normally we're out all summer uh, going through the tra- uh, going through all the different tournaments and, you know, from Florida to California, literally going to, and to see as many players as we can. And, 
And this year was different. We we were in the transfer portal a little bit because we had some needs that we were looking for, and uh, we, you know the 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 ability to get a an older guy who's kind of been through it, um, who you know for some reason um, didn't get drafted just because the the rounds were shortened. Um, it allows us to to get some kids in who who have some experience under the belt, who are great kids, who you know want a chance to to see what it's like to play in the Big Twelve, and and we really lucked out with uh, getting with getting several of those guys. I'm I'm going to assume then you are pro transfer portal. Um, I think it's a very valuable tool in a lot of different ways. Um, the interesting part was for baseball, there were more more players in the transfer portal than I think there were actual spots on teams. And so I, I think it kind of goes both ways. Like you can go into the transfer portal, but if nobody picks you up, you know, then what's going to happen to you? Um, and so it, it's it's a great opportunity for me to if, if some kid, like if, if a young man is behind an All-American and he may not be able to play right away and, and he wants to go play, you know, and I, I completely get that. And so yeah, I think they should be able to get in there and uh, have an opportunity to go play if that's what they want. Coach, how many at-bats does a young man need coming out of high school into college baseball and into the Big 12 how many at bats does he need to get for to get a fair evaluation for him or to be comfortable at the plate? Oh man, that's a great question. I, I think every kid is different. Some kids are everything is very simple for them. They their swing is simple, their approach is simple, and and he from high school to college. And some kids, um, it's really different. You know, the the, the speed of the game picks up. Um, the, the speed of the opponents pick up. And so next thing you know, like they kind of sc- uh, scramble a little bit. And so our job is to hopefully try to slow that game down. But there really is no exact answer to that. The biggest thing is just the, the more times you can see a pitch, the more times you can play defense, the better opportunity you're going to have to to kind of give yourself that consistency I think that everybody's looking for. You guys are always uh, looking for quality RPI games, uh, particularly midweek. Uh- with Texas and Oklahoma departing the league, do you do you foresee yourself scheduling Texas midweek, Oklahoma midweek after they are out of the league? You know, Oklahoma is is a little bit of a drive for us. Uh, for us, midweeks are are a little more difficult just because you know you have to. We have class considerations that we have to uh, make sure our guys have the opportunity to still go to class and. You know, if you're going over three hours, that means you're going to get back at about two or three in the morning. And that, you know, creates some issues in regards to guys getting up the next day to go to class at 8 a.m. But, um, you know, David Pierce and I are, are good friends. Um, I like what David does. And, you know, and our job is just to make sure we put our guys in front of the best op- uh, best opponents we can uh, to get them ready for conference. And if playing University of Texas is, is part of that and, and what we're looking for, then uh, we will absolutely play them. All right, Coach, uh, give us the give us the, the lowdown on Thursday, the 28th, when the Rangers come in at 630. Uh, what time do gates open, BP? Uh, or is there an admission charge? Just kind of walk us through Thursday. Um, there's no admission charge. Just come on out and enjoy it. Um, you know, we're going to be playing the game at 630. We're going to hopefully go about 12 innings. Um, you know, we've agreed that if a pitcher goes out there and throws too many pitches in an inning, that we'll just go ahead and turn it over. So there will be some small nuances of the game that will be unconventional. Um, we may throw an extra hitter in there as well. So instead of, you know, having your, your typical nine man lineup, we might have a 10 man lineup just to get some more, uh, players opportunities. Uh, but it's going to be just a regular baseball game. You're going to go out there and, uh, it's going to be fun. You know, there's batting practice. Uh, we both will be taking batting practice for the game, and everybody's more than welcome to come out and enjoy it. It's, it's going to be a fun opportunity for everybody just to, to kind of 
watch some baseball again. And a chance to come out to the to the beautiful Baylor ballpark. So it should be a lot of fun. Hey, Coach, thanks so much. We appreciate your time today. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me on. Have a great – oh, I can't, I can't, can't let you go. World Series, Astros, Braves, who wins it? <laughs> um, you know, I. what's funny is everybody always kind of talks to me uh, about some of these things, like who I root for and stuff like that. <laughs> um, typically, I'll be honest with you, like I always kind of root for my friends. So, um, you know, when I have, like, I, you know, Alex Cora and Tim Hires and Dana Levangi, uh were, were coaches for the Red Sox, and Dave Roberts and I played together in the Tiger organization, and um, Bob, Bob Guerin is his, his uh, bench coach, and he, he was an instructor when I was with the Tigers. And so, you know, for me, I just I root for my teammates or my former, uh, my former teammates and friends who I still stay in communication with, you know, Gabe Kapler, uh, same thing up, in, up with the Giants. And so right now, like, the reason I'm going to be rooting for the Braves is because Shea Langoliers, you know, our former player mm-hmm. and first-round pick, um, he was called up to the travel squad. Uh, a little while ago, so he was out there, and so for me, I want him to have that experience, and so that's why I'll, uh, I'll be rooting for the Braves. But quite honestly, just as a baseball guy, I just want it to be a great series. I want people to enjoy baseball, and and hopefully this series kind of brings that out. Hey, coach, thanks. I appreciate it. Have a great day. All right, you guys too. You do the same. Uh, that is uh, Steve Rodriguez, the head baseball coach of the uh, of the Baylor Bears. I, they got a great week, and, and it's going to cap off on Saturday. I meant to mention this but they're going to have an alumni event uh, tailgate party for uh for the for for alums uh out at the the texas game so i mean just you know just great week and then as we mentioned the uh, rangers will be coming in their instructional team will be coming in uh, on thursday night and it should be a lot of fun and then of course uh, november the 12th they start their green and gold world series i think that what a great concept letting the players some of the uh, captain veteran type players draft the teams put the teams together it it does tell you exactly what some of your upperclassmen your veteran guys think of the roster well and it's a fun event too Mm -hmm. and it gives them the opportunity to be involved a little bit more instead of just uh the coaching staff picking sides and going out and scrimmaging it 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 brings some more excitement to the table so you know having them involved in the mental aspect of it as well is is a lot of fun and, and you know give them an opportunity to you know, maybe some of those guys are looking for a, a future in a, in a managerial position or a coaching career. So kind of gives them that opportunity as well. All right, uh, 846. We're 14 shy of nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Greeny's coming up at 9 o'clock today. At 3 this afternoon, it is John Morris. And at 4, it's Matt Mosley. That's the uh, that's the lineup for you here on ESPN Central Texas. We've got our grab bag, and we've got that coming your way next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery companies. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. 
Walk on Sports Bistro in Waco, a place where over-the-top enthusiasm and culture is the daily norm. Come watch your game with us and enjoy mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine. Prepare fresh enough from scratch kitchen. Enjoy wings, burgers, po' boys, seafood, and alligator. And don't forget the Boom Boom Shrimp. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. till close. And all day Sunday, walk on Sports Bistro in Waco. Check us out online at locations.walk-ons.com. Walk-ons in Waco, where everyone is treated like family. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. Since 2009, Dr. Philip Myatt in Waco Heart and Vascular has specialized in the treatment of diseases and disorders that affect the heart and its associated blood vessels. The doctors and staff at Waco Heart and Vascular are committed to giving Central Texans quality care in a timely and compassionate manner, treating patients the same way they would treat a member of their own family. They carefully explain treatment options to patients so they understand and trust the prescribed course of care. They come to you in your hometown so you can see them locally. Waco Heart and Vascular, 254-235-WELL. When you work with a bank, you should expect the best of everything. That includes face-to-face -face personal service and the kind of community banking care that only comes from one neighbor to another. That's exactly what you'll get from the first National Bank of Central Texas, where you know your banker works as hard as you do. Because just like the Waco High Lions, they're focused on winning no matter the game. That's the first National Bank of Central Texas, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Texas Tech has fired head football coach Matt Wells. In two plus seasons, the Red Raiders were 13 and 17 under his direction. Offensive coordinator Sonny Cumbie will fill in as an interim head coach. A 33-yard field goal at the two-minute warning gave the Saints a 13-10 win over Seattle on Monday Night Football. Freshman guard Langston Love has been sidelined for the season for the Baylor basketball team due to a torn ACL. The injury occurred during the scrimmage on Saturday. The World Series gets underway tonight in Houston. Framber Valdez will start for the Astros against the Braves' Charlie Morton. First pitch just after 7 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. at 8.50, 10 away from 9, this is game time. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Our 8 o'clock hour brought to you by Versa Lift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Glad to have you with us uh, on this uh, 
on this, what is this, Tuesday? Yeah, it's Tuesday. And it's time now for the grab bag. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right. Uh, let's begin by talking some Baylor football here on the grab bag. Baylor football senior Jalen Petrie won a 12 semifinalist for the 2021 Paycom Jim Thorpe Award. As announced uh, yesterday, the award recognizes the best defensive back in college football based on performance on the field, athletic ability, and character. Boy, they could not pick a better one in uh, Jalen Petrie. He is a, uh, or just a tremendous football player. And, uh, you know, uh, Dave Aranda was asked about him yesterday. He said he's a tremendous person, too. So, uh, and, and, and the Baylor, I'm trying to remember, they've had a Jim Thorpe Award winner, and I cannot remember. Thomas Everett, there you go. Thomas Everett was a uh, Jim Thorpe Award winner. But uh, so uh, Jalen Petrie, a uh, Jim Thorpe Award uh, semifinalist, and uh, there's uh, a list of 12 on the semi, or, uh, not 12, but uh, yeah, 12 semifinalists on the list. So, uh, congratulations to uh, to Jalen Petrie for making it to the semifinalists and uh, tremendous football player. I mean, you 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 watched him over his career. This guy can flat play the game. He can, and you know, being able to play the game at a high level and and be consistent. That's you know one of the things that that make him special is that consistency. A week in and week out, and and the off field stuff goes and contributes to that Jim Thorpe Award. So good for him. And, and we and we just had Steve Rodriguez on, but it's worth mentioning again Thursday night out of the beautiful Baylor Ballpark. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> Sorry, uh, the uh, Rangers Instructional League team will be in town for six thirty first pitch against the Baylor baseball team in an exhibition. Should be a lot of fun. You know they'll have BP and all that kind of fun stuff, and uh, no no admission charges. Come out and enjoy some college baseball on Thursday night. So uh, I, I think it's going to be a cool night. Look forward to it. Yeah, it, it's going to be an, an opportunity to see the Bears and and where they are in fall baseball. An, an opportunity you don't always get to do and. Then you also see some some guys in the Ranger organization, and you know, goodness gracious, you know they could use some help. So maybe some of these guys uh, are going to get an opportunity sooner rather than later. So should be a fun time out at the ballpark. All right, uh, Deshaun Watson, Houston uh, Texan quarterback Deshaun Watson, and it's been well documented his legal situation. Ward, he has a no trade clause. But he's willing to waive it. There are several teams that they've said that uh, he's willing to waive it for. I he, they the the big word is that he's he's leaning towards uh, Miami, and uh, Carolina has now shown some interest in him. So, I, I guess my question is, if you're a National Football League team in need of a quarterback, and there's teams out there, there make no mistake about it. Do you make this move with? The legal matter still hanging over Deshaun Watson's head. Has anything changed from that aspect that we didn't see, you know, several months ago when when Deshaun Watson was saying that he didn't want to play for Houston in the first place? Well, I don't, I don't think it has. I haven't seen anything come down to saying he was clear or, or out of the way of any of that stuff. So, you know that that's got to be a consideration, and it also has to be a consideration of what do you have to give up for him? Because I think his trade value is very, very low right now. You know, if I'm a team out there and, and I want to even entertain the thought of maybe getting Deshaun Watson with that hanging over his head, I'm not giving up a whole lot for him. And so now, you know, 
does Houston just say, well, we're never going to get to use this guy, so we'll just take anything. I mean, he, he's got to be on the bargain bin pile right now. And so, you know, if you're a team and you can get him cheap enough, you know, why not roll the dice and see what happens? But if it's going to cost you, you know, very much to, to get him into your uh, fold, then I would say, you know, I, I'm not sure that I want to do that because it could spin on a dime and all of a sudden he's not eligible to play in the NFL maybe ever again. You know, he's um... – I thought initially that Houston would would find a way to move him down the road because of Deshaun Watson's distraction, him being a distraction to them trying to do what they're trying to do, and that's win football games, which they haven't been very successful doing so. Uh, But they have somehow managed, and I don't know how well, I mean, you know, we're not on the inside, but they have somehow managed to proceed, play football games, make changes, do things, with him still on the roster and him still part of the organization uh, with no intention of playing him. I mean, there's zero intention of Deshaun Watson playing for the Houston Texans, I don't think. But some, it's it's kind of amazing to me. That, what are they doing? Just parking him in the corner saying, you know, hang out over here and we'll get back to you in a couple hours? I, I, it's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic, to say the least. One that I don't think many organizations have had to navigate. No, they haven't. I mean, it, you know, it's been a few cases out there where they where teams have had to, to do this. Maybe not this high profile, but they've had players on their roster that they've had to figure out what to do with and how to how to arrange things. Uh, you know, and again, I think the longer he sits there in Houston, the less his value for the Texans is going to be. And so that's why teams are sitting back and and saying, okay, we're we're going to wait and see what happens here. I mean the the trade deadline's looming, so that's you know that's going to ramp something up for this year. But I mean if it's not if it's not a bargain for Miami or Carolina or whoever else might be interested, I think those are the two leading candidates right now. Then I you know I if I were them, I would say you know what we're we're just going to go ahead and kick this can down the road and see what we can do later on. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us. Uh, many thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program. Thanks to Brandon Salise from RedRaiderSports.com. Also to Lorena head coach Ray Biles, uh, Josh Neighbors from uh, Locked on Big 12 podcast, and to uh, Baylor baseball coach Steve Rodriguez for being a part of the program. We'll do it again tomorrow at 7 a.m. Don't forget to Greenies coming up next, John Morris at 3, and Matt Mosley at 4, right here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears are back in action and back in Big 12 play this Saturday, hosting the Texas Longhorns in Waco. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff. It's the Bears and the Longhorns this Saturday. And you can hear John, JJ, and Ricky call all the action right here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. Old Chicago Pizza is back and better than ever in Waco. Try the new Insanity Pizza. So good, so different, it had to be called Insanity. Detroit-style metal pan, deep dish, buttery, flaky crust, covered in Old Chicago signature sauce, drizzled down the sides, topped edge to edge with Wisconsin brick cheese. Everybody gets a corner piece for maximum crispy, caramelized goodness. Insanity Pizza at Old Chicago. Try it today. Now open at 4641 South Jack Colgin Expressway 
in Waco. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. Aries Building Systems in Troy, a manufacturer of modular buildings, is now hiring for the following positions. Electricians, plumbers, carpenters, framers, painters, junior buyer, forklift material handlers, and purchasing manager. Aries Buildings has full-time positions, great benefits, and a backlog of work. To apply, stop by 1919 Mueller in Troy or email aharris at ariesbuildings.com. Aries Building Systems in Troy. Don't wait. Apply today. Caterpillar Waco is now hiring. Join our team and move the parts and products that build a better tomorrow. Warehouse positions available with no prior experience required. We will train. Caterpillar Waco offers competitive pay, benefits as soon as you start, and opportunities to grow. It's more than a job. It's the work that matters. To apply, visit caterpillar.com slash Waco. That's caterpillar.com slash Waco. Get your career started today. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.